identity, and lifestyle. In yesterday's reading, Paul reminded us that in Christ, we have a new identity. We no longer belong to the kingdom of the earth. Being united with Christ in his death and resurrection, we now belong to the kingdom of heaven. And this Christ-formed identity expresses itself through a Christ-following lifestyle. In our readings over the next few days, Paul will give instructions on how to live this Christ-following lifestyle. As we read through these instructions, some of us might be confused. After all, Paul spent a good portion of his letter warning the Colossians not to fall prey to those who were trying to burden them with lots of legalistic rules. So how can Paul now turn around and give this set of commands? The answer is that Paul's commands are not aimed at earning our standing before God. Jesus has already done that for us. Our identity in Christ is secure. However, that new identity should inform and impact how we live our lives. As we read through Paul's instructions, let's not view them as a set of rules, but rather as Paul's encouragement to be who we already are. Since we are in Christ, this then is how we should live. Colossians 3, verses 5 through 10. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Put off the old self. In describing how to live a Christ-following lifestyle, Paul speaks of taking off our old self and putting on the new self. Most likely, the imagery Paul has in mind is that of baptism. In the early church, when people were baptized, they would take off the old clothes they were wearing, and then, after coming up out of the water, they would be given a new set of clean clothes to wear. This symbolized the shedding of the old life and the receiving of the new life. In today's passage, Paul lists attitudes and behaviors that were part of the old life that no longer have a place in the new. His lists in verses 5 and 7, are not exhaustive, but reflect an earthly way of living that is incompatible with being a follower of Christ. Paul tells us to put these things to death. How do we do that? By allowing the Holy Spirit to examine our lives, by being ruthlessly honest with ourselves about our sin, by repenting of that sin, and by refusing to condone its presence in our lives any longer. As you read through Paul's lists, think about what these earthly attitudes and behaviors have in common. They are focused on the self. They are about following my own impulses and fulfilling my own desires. This selfish lifestyle is destructive to others and tears relationships apart. In essence, the attitudes and behaviors Paul describes are violations of love. And as we'll see tomorrow, 
What Paul is most concerned with is that we are united in love. Reflection questions. What evidence of the old self do you still see present in your life? What steps could you take to put those attitudes and behaviors to death?